0: Everybody, it's Michelle here, and welcome to the "Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life" podcast. So today's session is brought to you by uh, a new groupie of this podcast, um, uh, a friend of mine, Karen was telling me how she and her husband listened to the podcast and they were traveling to and from Traverse City this weekend and they kind of binged listened and, and he has become a, a fan. And so, um, this goes out to, to you guys. Um, and I'm not saying it just to you. I get this question a lot and I really want to, I guess, explain to you how I help some of my coaching clients in times of transition, specifically in getting a new job. So, you know, this is the change your thinking, change your life podcast, right? So I'm not going to share with you tips on how to make your resume better or tips on what to wear, or how do you answer that those questions that are standard, right? Uh, You if you want information on that, honestly, Google it there go on LinkedIn, there's a ton of info out there. But I'd really like to share with you just briefly, uh, I have six clients that just this summer transitioned from a job that they loved into their dream job. Okay, so uh, they had all been in various, I guess, modes of transition. So some of them have been working on trying to get this dream job for years, Um, others an opportunity presented itself and they were like oh well let's try for it right some of them had been in a what you would call a leadership position where they were leading other people um, and going towards a a bigger one others had only been kind of working on their own team and now they find themselves in a leadership position so I share that because you know I'm I don't want you to think that, you know, Michelle only works with one type of client and therefore this example is either going to work for me or not work for me. Let me just share with you the process of how we got them ready for their interview. Okay. So if you're not, uh, coming up on an interview anytime soon, this is one of those things that you want to just kind of tuck in your mind for later. Um, if you are coming up on an interview like my new friend here, um this is something that you might want to listen to a couple times, all right? Or at least get your notebook out. All right. So, what we did with each of these clients this summer um was we took a little bit of a different approach to the actual interview. So, um many people will think about how am I going to answer specific questions, right? So you have a general understanding that when you're in a, um, an interview, first of all, let me just say that an interview, um, many people think that they're not a salesman. (laughs) Um, an interview is like the biggest sales opportunity, right? You are selling yourself to somebody and when they buy you, right, they hire you. Does that make sense? Okay. So don't tell me you can't sell something because if you've ever been hired for a job, you can sell something. Now, that's a really good thing. And don't, don't say, oh my gosh, Michelle, if that's the case, well, I'm not a salesman, so I'm not going to get the job. No, 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 no. Listen, here's the key to any sales. Okay, here's the key. Are you ready? Notice my dramatic pause for effect, okay? <laughs> because this is important. The key to any sale... Okay, whether you're selling bedtime to a two year old, you're selling, you know, a a coaching package for to somebody for a year, or you're selling a, a new coat or a pair of shoes. The key to sales is confidence. People buy confidence. Okay, if you are trying to sell a product or good or a service, and you are not confident in that product, good or service, people will not buy from you why would they? Right? I mean, think about that. Have you ever worked with somebody before? (laughs) I I have a friend, my friend Carla, I love her to death. I absolutely love her to death. There was a new product that she was selling and she said, Hey, listen, this is a great product. These are the things that it does for you. Now you need to understand it kind of, it tastes like dirt when you eat it, but it's really good for you. (laughs) I was like, yeah, no, you don't have all that confidence in that product. So stop selling it. (laughs) Sell the other stuff. Right. Um, so confidence, how do you exude confidence when you're going into this interview? There are several things that you can do. So first of all, I want you to stop creating a script in your head. Some of you are very good at this where you'll say, okay, if they ask me this question, this is what I'm going to say. And then, you know, usually right before bed, you'll come back to it and you're like, oh, wait, no, I'll say this. Right. And then mm, let me revise it. I'll say this. Well, what if they asked me this after that? Right. And so by the time you get to the interview, you've had the interview like 50 times and you have no idea what they're going to ask you. And so when they ask you a question that you haven't prepared for, you lose your confidence. OK, or when they ask you a question and you have 15 answers and you don't know which way to answer, you lose your confidence. Does that make sense? Okay. So how can you have confidence going in? Well, first of all, do the things that you know are going to help, right? So having a good resume together is always a good thing. So even if you're not getting ready for a job, you should always have your resume ready and handy. Okay. So if you you haven't looked at it for a couple years, just get it out. You might want to have a friend kind of check it over with you, right? obviously you want to go in, you want to make sure you're, you know, I don't know, wearing pants is always a good thing, right? At least have your, your body covered. Um, but there's a couple other things that you can do in your thinking to get ready. So one thing that I took each one of these clients through is really thinking through, first of all, why do you want this job? So, so going beyond, uh, it's going to be better pay, better benefits, whatever. Okay. Beyond that, because that's why everybody else is is interviewing for this position why do you want the job who are you going to help what problems are you going to solve who do you get to help get a win okay so for example if you're coming on and you're you're coming into Uh, maybe a supervisory or team leader role, and there's going to be bosses ahead of you, you really want to think about your audience, who you're interviewing with. What do they consider a win? And how are you going to be able to help them win? Okay. Many people, they go into this interview and they think about how great and awesome I am and what a wonderful job I've done in the past. That's fine. I mean, there's merit to that. But the the candidate that sticks out in people's mind is the one who's able to look into the future and say, I can help solve this problem. Okay? Um, another thing you want to do in order to, to gain and keep your confidence, think about if you were in this position, let's say you'd been in this position for, let's say, six months. Okay who do you think you would need to be as a person in order to be successful in this position? Okay, so for example, if you're going to be a team leader, um, what skills or qualities or characteristics might you need to be a good uh, team leader? One that I can think of is somebody who's willing to listen, right? Somebody who's willing to Um, deal with conflict, but in a way that um, doesn't hurt people when you're doing it, right? Um, Somebody who's able to try to understand other people before you kind of react to things, okay? A problem solver. So you get the drift here? You're thinking through how are you going to be successful, you know, the person that you're going to be when you're in this position, okay? Now, I want you to think about it this way. First of all, once you've figured that out, I want you to see how close is that person to the person you are right now. Okay, so for example, if you know um, that that person is going to need to be able to, to be a good listener, are you a good listener right now? So there's one of two ways that that can go. Number one, you can say, yes, awesome, great. So when they're asking you, what do you think qualifies you to to be in this position? You say, hey, I'm an excellent listener. And here's how that might show up. Okay, now you could say, no, I'm not a good listener. All right. Well, what could you do to become a better listener? Now, you might say, oh, my gosh, Michelle, yeah, but my interview's like two weeks away. How am I going to be a good, better listener during that time? well, for the next two weeks, you're going to practice listening. Okay. So whenever you're in a conversation with anybody, you're just going to practice listening so that when you get to that interview, you can confidently and honestly say, I have been working on being the best listener that I can be. And I know that that's going to be important to this job. Okay. It's not lying. It's not inauthentic, but you got to put the work in. All right. Now, something else you can do besides the, um, you know, preparing and, and thinking about who you're going to be, um, this is really, really key. And a lot of people, when I share this, they say, Michelle, that's like too hokey for me, right? That's too like touchy feely. And it's like personal development, not professional development. And I just, I don't want to do that. Okay, you don't have to. I'm just going to tell you that of all six of my clients who got their dream jobs this summer, this is a practice that they did. So if you don't want to do it, that's totally up to you. And if you're open to it, I invite you. So confidence comes when you're using part of your brain that isn't connected to fear. So if you think of the brain in basically in two different ways, so you can feel feelings of fear or love. Uh, Different parts of your brain actually hold the feelings of fear and love, and you cannot feel fear and love at the same time. It is absolutely scientifically, physically impossible for those two parts of your brain to light up at the same time. You cannot feel fear and love. Okay. So there's one, um, I guess, characteristic quality and feeling that is, uh, squarely in the love part of your brain. And that is gratitude. Okay. When you are feeling grateful, you literally cannot feel fear. Um, interestingly, i I have a friend of mine. She is a, a triathlete. And when I talked to her about this and and she started instituting the gratitude um when she was on her her races and and in her training. And she said there's this thing that often happens in a triathlon that sometimes, um when you get to the swim portion, for whatever reason, you, you kind of have this moment of fear and you can get to the point where you actually need help. As in like, you might, you know, drown if somebody doesn't help you, even though you know how to swim because the fear overtakes you. And so what she said is that with her little group that they have been practicing before the race, sitting down. So, you know, they, as they're doing their stretches and everything, they're talking in their little group about being grateful, all of the things that they're grateful for. And she says, they've, they've all instituted this. As soon as you hit the water, you start saying the things you're grateful for in, in your mind. And she says, since they instituted that nobody in their circle has had one of those fear moments. I love that. Now, when you're grateful, you are a confident person. You can't help but not be confident. Okay. Um, so I would highly suggest before this interview, you spend as much time as possible thinking about the things that you are grateful for, that you're thankful for. Um, Whether it be things that, you know, you have, so for example, you know, your house, your car, um, internet, right, clean clothes, coffee, whatever those things are, right, or things um, such as parts of your identity, right, so I am grateful that I'm a joyful person, I'm grateful that I have a sense of humor, I'm grateful that I like to have fun, right, You can also be grateful for relationships. You can be grateful for um, organizations. So there's several organizations that I am eternally grateful for because they have helped me become who I am, right? So the point is that you're staying in this vein of being grateful and you're becoming that confident person. And then before you go into the interview, listen, this is really important. Before you go in, many of you are thinkers, or, or you think you're thinkers, you're actually over analyzers, which is not really thinking. Um, but before you go in, you are you're kind of getting caught up in that habit of overthinking what you're going to say again. So right before your interview, you really want to spend at least a good 10, 15, sometimes 20 minutes. And if you can, write it out, write out all the things you're grateful for. Okay. Writing causes thinking. So when you write one thing, another thought will come to you and you'll be able to get that, that 10, 15, 20 minutes in. Okay. So write it out. And when you go into the interview, you're going to be a confident person who already knows who this, you know, applicant needs to be because you've done that thinking And you can go in knowing that you are going to be the person who helps solve the problems and helps this team win. And I guarantee you, if you go in there with that, they're going to see a different energy from you than they do from other candidates. Because remember, this is a sale and confidence sells. All right. So those are some very quick kind of tips that I, I share with my um, clients. And it's obviously worked. Uh, it's things that I do. So I sell all the time. If I'm going to talk to somebody about possibly doing a, a speaking event or a training, uh, I, and I know I'm going to be in that kind of a conversation, I make sure that I spend some time in gratitude. Okay? Every single morning I spend time in gratitude to just get myself ready for the day. Okay, so you're you're basically priming that part of your brain. All right. I hope this has been helpful. Um, Please, please, please do go ahead and and listen to this again if you need to. Um, I would highly encourage you even even to listen to this on your way to the interview. Um, I, I send all positive thoughts out to you. Um, If you need anything, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. My email is michelle at growbyone.com. I would be more than happy to to help you and guide you in this. Um, And if you have found value in this, would you do me a favor? And, And I know this is asking a lot, but if you found value in this podcast, would you do me a favor and think about who you might share this with? Okay, maybe somebody in your circle is is getting ready for an interview or, you know, they're looking for a new position or or something's coming up. Could you share this with them and have them to start to think about it this way? That would be amazing. Awesome. All right. Well, I don't know what the rest of your day or night entails for you. I know I am on my way um, home to to be with kids after school. So send your thoughts and prayers to me. All right. Okay. Have an amazing day and we will catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.